Now, if you were looking up to the skies last night, you might have noticed that the moon was looking a little larger than normal. William Dunn is speaking to Chairperson of Astronomy Ireland, David Moore, about last night's supermoon. Hi David, William Dunn here from Newswire. How are you getting on? Great. Good now. Uh, David, we had a supermoon last night. What exactly is a supermoon? Ah, yeah. The moon goes around the Earth every month. That's where the word month came from. The ancient calendars divided the year up into the 12 full moons that we get every year. And so it's going to be full uh, once a month. And also, it doesn't go around the Earth in a perfectly circular orbit. It's elliptical. And sometimes it's closer than others by about 14%. And the two don't have to coincide, the closest point and the full moon. But when they do, that's the supermoon. And the rule is roughly that if they're within 90% of their closest approach, that's good enough to call it a supermoon. And that happened uh, uh, not only on Monday night, but it'll be 99.5% of the distance away uh, tonight, Tuesday night, and not bad Wednesday night as well. So we're running a big photo competition. People can send in their pictures for our magazine. There's 500 euros worth of prizes, uh, and we'll accept pictures taken Monday or Tuesday night. Uh, people want to check out astronomy.ie. And what makes the moon so bright on these occasions? The, the, just simply the distance. When it's 14% closer than when it's at its furthest, it, it, its width is 14% greater, its height is 14% greater, so the total area the moon covers is 30% greater. So the moon looks 30% brighter. And th- for various reasons, full moons vary, a supermoon vary ever so slightly in their closest distance. And if you look back historically, you find this, this one this week is, is uh, breaking all kinds of records. There wasn't a closer one since 1948, nearly 69 years ago. And there won't be one closer than this till the year 2034. That said, it, it's, a, it's a bit of a quirky fact because all supermoons are pretty good. It's just we can now calculate the moon's distance to extremely high accuracy so we can actually figure out which supermoons are slightly closer than others. Now, we are told that the location of the moon often affects the tides, but were the tides affecting Ireland last night? Uh, sorry, I didn't get to the last part. Did were the, the tides, tides affected in Ireland last night? Uh, yes. In fact, every time there's a full moon, whether the moon is 14% closer or not to make a supermoon, we always get a spring tide. Because the moon is responsible for most of the tide, but in fact the sun is responsible for about 50% of the tide. So... The, if the sun and the moon line up, which happens at full moon and new moon, they're both pulling together, and that gives these extra high tides. And that, so that happens every month regardless. The tide would have been perhaps ever so slightly greater thanks to the supermoon, but the main thing is the sun and the moon pulling together in the first place. They, they make up the vast bulk of the tide. It would have been minusculely better thanks to a supermoon added in. And David, there's another name for this uh, type of moon, isn't there? Yeah, supermoon is, is just a common name, a bit like shooting star is a common name for the specks of dust that whiz through the atmosphere and burn up as fiery streaks. Now, call them shooting stars because they look like stars shooting across the sky. Stars are actually millions of times bigger than the Earth, uh, so they're not real stars. Uh, the correct term is meteor. And the correct term for a supermoon is a perigee moon. And perigee, peri means close, G is for uh, geo as in geography, it's to do with the Earth. So close to the Earth. So any any object, a satellite, the Moon, when it's in its orbit that's not perfectly circular, the point where its orbit is closest to the Earth, that's called the perigee, and the one furthest from the Earth is called the apogee. 
So perigee moons and apogee moons vary in distance by 14%, and that gives rise to, a, if it coincides with a full moon, to the moon being 30% brighter, as we had last night, and indeed tonight it'll be 29, oh, sorry, 99.5% as close as it was last night. Yeah, now, now David, you might get asked this on a regular basis, but some people believe that a full moon can cause you know, people to go crazy, you know, the term lunacy. Is there any truth in this? No, we, we don't think so. We think the term came from ancient times when there was very little, there was certainly no public lighting. If you go back far enough, uh, the best people that had would have been lamps. And, you know, you couldn't carry too many of those around you out in the countryside. Uh, and, and so people didn't tend to be active at night, unlike today when we a flick of a switch, we can generate electric light very, very easily. And we floodlight our towns and cities, much to the chagrin of astronomers who don't like all this light pollution. And it spoils the natural beauty of the sky for the average person in the street as well. And it wastes about 30% of our precious fuel resources. And we know what that's doing to the climate. So in the ancient times, people were active at night, were unusual. That's why we're all the stories of werewolves and lunatics uh, being active. You know, you can see in the light of a full moon uh, in the countryside. You're good enough certainly to navigate. And in fact, in September, they used the, the full moon around the equinox, September 21st, to actually extend the harvest time into the tw deep twilight. Uh, so that actually helps us. So that's how important moonlight was. And probably when people were active at night, that was very unusual. And this whole idea of lunacy being linked to lunar from the moon it came about. But there's no real reason. And today, with all the streetlights we have, there's far bigger effect on people than the light of the moon. David, thanks a million for your time and joining us today. That was David Moore from Astronomy Ireland. Back to you. Thanks very much for joining us on studio there, David and William. Newswire is back after this short break.